the Spanish Announce Table. Episode 366 of the Spanish Announce Table. A lot of wrestling to talk about, man. We had day one-ish. We had AEW Dynamite. There was some GCW that happened. There's some NXT things that happened. There is some news. There's some stuff that you want to talk about, which you do by Tweet the Table. And that's Tom. Uh, I'm Tim. That's a, a bloody hangman here. I sent this picture uh, to a friend of ours, Todd, Todd Countryman. Uh, and I sent him that with our, you know, our thumbnail for the show. And he said, that's me trying to watch Raw. <laughs> it was, no. It was so relatable. That's just, so well, relatable. That's just Shout out trying Todd to, yeah. And that's just anyone trying to explain the business practices of WWE, which I assume we'll get into as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. Uh-huh. to say, Hey, I saw on the news, what's with all the firings of these wrestlers? And you got to be like, well, so, uh, like not anymore. You just got to say, that's what I say to them. Tom, uh, do you have any crazy news to talk about before we get into the mother loving news and inform everybody of what's happening around the world and pro wrestling? Quick note that I'll say, Mm -hmm. uh, I started the Moxley autobiography. I don't know if I've talked about that yet, but fantastic book. It is written a million percent in his voice. There is no ghostwriter about more than halfway through going to probably finish it up this week. Uh, Very good book for any pro wrestling fan. I would definitely recommend go out and read it. All right. Nice. Nice plug. All right. So hottest news we could find. If we missed your favorite story, we don't give a shit. All right. You ready? WWE released Samoa Joe, Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch, Kathy Carino, Hideki Suzuki, and referee Scott Armstrong this week. Also released were Road Dog, Brian James, William Regal, Gabe Sapolsky, A Steel, Ranjit Singh, and additional backstage employees. And holy hell, man, they really are, and we'll talk more about this. They're killing anything that was used to be NXT uh, slash WWE you know or, pc almost yeah or anything that has triple h uh you know ties yeah. to it it's all triple h's guys mm-hmm. and girls but it's all triple h personnel yeah. which here's the interesting thing if you want to follow Crazy. that conspiracy theory for the longest time even while he was injured he was getting paid so if this whole clean house of triple h and all of his buddies continues where does the rubber meet the road with hbk sean michaels because sean michaels and vince are bffs we've always been told yeah well i mean so does he get the axe because he's triple h is you know bff and running nxt because that's that's an interesting decision if we're going with this conspiracy theory especially if the idea is like you better play ball or I erase your legacy from yeah everything. Literally, like oh, can't find a Shawn Michaelson. God, that must be a Peacock technical issue. Yeah, that stinks. That sure Sorry. does stink. We'll Here's what I'll say though about these releases: one, poor Samoa Joe, <laughs> that poor bastard. I mean, how many times Dude, does he have what? to get fired? Okay, let's talk. That one happened tonight before mm-hmm. we're recording. I already I had to rewrite this news story. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man, how many times? Were people calling for it? Let's rewind the clock 10, 12 years ago, more than that maybe, and say, like, how many times were people like, Samoa Joe, WWE should get Samoa Joe. 
Samoa Joe. They sit around, never do it. Finally get them years later, but everybody's like, all right, cool. And then they just like, uh, we don't know what to do. And then well, it's his like NXT injuries. run was and good. Then, like, and then his NXT run was good. But then like, ev- yeah. like everything stops. other than that has been just, there's been great moments. Right. But just nothing to ever really get behind much. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, though. Let, let's play a little fantasy matchmaking here. You know, one of the signature matches of Samoa Joe's entire career was in Ring of Honor when he had his Iron Man matches with one CM Punk. We know that CM Punk and Samoa Joe are still friendly. I don't know if they're BFFs anymore, but they're still friendly. Do we see Samoa Joe have a little fun run over in, uh, you know, AEW and have Brian Danielson and CM Punk and all of those guys. I mean, maybe, but that, I don't know, man. I get Samoa Joe gives me the feelings that he would just rather be done. Well, I think he you wants know? to be involved, but he may not want to be the champion. Let's go to each and every city. I'll do the morning radio. I think those days are behind him. True. I mean, backstage roles are, you know, are going to be equally as needed over there. I, yeah. Well, hey. So here's here's where the second most interesting firing in my book goes to Gabe Spokolsky or however the fuck you say his last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to run Evolve, right? Yeah. And Evolve before pandemic was the hottest, coolest thing in the world, right? You had Matt Riddle yeah. and Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. Right. That's why they hired him. Look, I'm not. Yeah, but he did that before with ROH with the same <laughs> round of guys. Right, but what that I'm we're saying here. What I'm saying here is, so Gabe did that whole like feeder system for AEW, right? And then, or excuse me, for WWE. And then Uh sometimes you would see the Street Profits go down to Evolve and they would wrestle Eddie Kingston and Joe Joe Gacy, right? If I'm Tony Khan, I say, hey, Gabe, looks like you know how to run the independent scene pretty well. Want to try that again with AEW? And then you just have AEW be the main thing. And then you grab guys from AEW and your new Evolve 2.0, right, what I'm saying. which would be like J.D. Drake, which it's, would be so like Gabe did that Eddie whole- Kingston. And you kind of just flirt with bringing him or, you know, bringing those guys in and out while building up your next generation of wrestlers. I don't know, Tony. That seems pretty good to me. Gabe knows what he's doing. You seem I mean, to know does. what you're doing. Yeah. The some of the more interesting ones, like you said, is Sapolsky for that reason, right? Like he's he's got to be his his knowledge and his expertise have got to be wanted. And then you know the Brian James, like it it just felt like it was like that guy's been there for Lifer. a while, many times. I mean, yeah, he was impact for a while and was shitting on you, but like you well, know. but that was when he was going through some personal demons. It seems like he's got on the other side yeah. of that. And so yeah, again, Scott that's another strong referee. Like he's been there forever. Ace Steel's been there a long time, but like I, everybody loves that guy. Like you know what I mean? Well, Local guy. You know what I mean? Like everybody mm-hmm. loves that fucking guy. And you know who everyone loves that is actually getting pissed off? William Regal. That's the one where everyone's yeah. getting pissed off about not pissed off, but like, I just thought man, that one sucks. That, he'd be the guy that would die on the clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going back to Moxley's book, another guy that he puts over in oh, almost yeah. every chapter. I mean, respected yeah. by everyone. I don't know that we've seen anybody say anything bad about Regal. Have you? The only thing that I can think of that might be like a 
air quotes bad look for uh william regal was when he kind of shoot uh fought goldberg when goldberg was trying to do his run in wcw other than that you know it seems like everything else has been on the up and up but look do william regal and gabe have them run an independent for tony khan and aew man that that's your new everything right hey i said we need a solid number three so and there it is can fucking die all right Right. let's let's just move on universal champion roman reigns tested positive for COVID this week on the day he was set to appear in the main event of wwe's premier live event day one in a title match against brock lesnar lesnar instead was inserted into the wwe championship fatal four-way which he won making him the new WWE champion while Reigns was medically cleared today to return to SmackDown. Yeah. And then if you, uh, right. And then if you fast forward to Monday night, raw, the first thing that Brock Lesnar says after Bobby Lashley gets the opportunity to face him at the Royal rumble is tell Roman, I'll see him on Friday. So we already fucking know what we're doing. I mean, it's weird. Can we just and they're unifying that, right? Like they're gonna have a single champion again. You know what? I, no, this is what I bet happens. They're gonna flirt with each other, Roman and Brock. That is right where Brock coming goes. For you, boy, he's coming hard. Right. Brock comes on Friday night <laughs> and says, "Where's Roman?" Roman plays a little hide and seek. Monday, Roman goes on Raw, says, "Where's Brock?" He plays hide and seek, and then at the Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns costs Brock Lesnar the match with Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley gets the championship. Now Brock is pissed off and he goes after Roman Reigns for the fucking blue belt at WrestleMania. Yay. <laughs> WrestleMania. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting though. We, uh, Hey, he's medically cleared. Great. Cause we were worried when we saw it, we were like, Hey, listen guys, you know, compromise, well, which they've acknowledged. So, but here's again, and you know, whatever. I don't. I, I'm. I'm tired of acting like it's the wrong thing to do. But that's the reason you get vaccinated. It oh, gets yeah. out of your system quicker, yeah. right? Like yeah. you are healthier and can recover quicker when you're vaccinated. That's a fact. So I, that's how he came back so quick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done trying to be nice. Just yeah. That's. It's so back. silly. That's, that's yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not arguing. Uh, vaccines and i'm not arguing gravity those are two things we fucking know about okay well listen man that's what the round earthers want you all right yeah (laughs) all right let's move on former aew wrestler big swole in an interview this week claimed she left aew recently because of a lack of diversity amongst other reasons aw founder and ceo tony khan responded on twitter denouncing those diversity claims and saying he simply did not think big swole's wrestling was that good controversy followed on social media with fans and wrestlers sharing their opinions online and tom i imagine so, your opinion is similar to mine but let's hear it. well so i mean even as of the new year sh- the new year's eve or our new year's show where we made our uh, you know, predictions. I said Keith Lee as AEW champion because they have a lack of diversity at the top of their roster in the men's division specifically, right? Yeah. Yeah. The and men's so big, division specifically very yeah. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Big Swole is not incorrect. If you are 
a minority trying to watch AEW, there are a few options you have, but the majority is white dudes who were friends for 10 years, right? She has even said, I think in that same interview, that even the diversity that's there on the African-American side, it's viewed in the African-American community as like forced and kind of a joke. Yeah. That's that's what Big Swole said, right? Right. And now you go on the other side of the coin and if you read that tweet from tony khan Mm -hmm. front end of that he is making valid claims about diversity in the executive level and even people that are on tv now where kurt right well but but where he where he fucked up is he's speaking out of both sides of his mouth because when big swole said hey i'm leaving he said she's a great wrestler uh wish the best for her now all of a sudden, well, she was never good enough. Yeah, That's why I didn't resign her. Now you sound like a fucking She's a troll. bum. Yeah, exactly. Now you sound like Aaron Rodgers when people talk shit on we him. We have right? said this about Tony Khan that he appears to be a little chippy. He appears to take things personally. Um, and this is and this is a this is I think a lesson where Tony Khan has to maybe treat his Twitter like Vince McMahon, where it's happy birthday to my father, happy birthday to my wife. Hey, got a big show on Saturday. And that's all we're fucking hearing. We're not getting the, I'm constantly online. I got to respond to big swole, or I got to respond to, you know, Fox news talking about ratings. It's like, you're getting to a place now where you're not the upstart underdog. You're getting to be an established entity and you got to act accordingly. So I, I hope this is a lesson learned where shut your mouth, right? Just shut up a little bit. Once in a while, you just got to shut the fuck up, right? Like, you know especially, I mean? you know? especially because in that instance, it's all a matter of opinion too, right? Like, yeah. And you're never going to look good. Look, I, 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 we've said it. There's a lack of diversity, uh, in, in many ways, uh, there. And so she's right. Mm-hmm. I also didn't think her wrestling was amazing. It's, it's fine, right? Like it's fine. So yeah. when they let her go, I was like, oh, yeah, that was probably not a yeah. difficult decision. Mm-hmm. So, which is not to say she won't be and isn't athletic or anything like that. That's not to demean Big Soul right. or her work, but it's just that, you know, like they're she both kind setting... of right. Yeah. But they both sound kind of chippy. And like right. they didn't, it wasn't as amicable as they made it sound when they. At first. At yeah. First, right. Yeah, exactly. Cause, you know, uh, on once again, if you want to look at this in different uh, angles, yeah, she wasn't setting the world on fire and having the best gimmick of 2021. So, like you said, when she said, "I want to be done," okay, bye. You're not, you know, we got a lot of other spots here. And then on the other side, you know, Tony Khan can say we've got Anthony Bowens, Max Caster jade cargill you know other minorities are also represented with thunder rosa nyla rose like you could say minorities are represented or represented but then that's where this argument is bad is because we can cut this pie 15 different ways to make it whatever argument we want it to fit and that sucks yeah Yeah. and that's when you got to just be bigger than it right yeah typically typically when you're a billionaire multi-CEO, you typically are the one, though, who recognizes that and don't mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. say things in response on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Typically, typically, look, I know we had a president who kind of went against that, but typically people who are in charge of shit have a little bit of Deporting. higher than thou stance, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. I mean, hey, you know, 
his choice to not be that. I'm going to knock him, but hey, right, here we go. Well, I am. It's not good. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah it's not a great look. I'll give you that. All right. We'll move on. WWE seemingly killed the Cruiserweight Championship once again as NXT's New Year's Evil saw North American champion Carmelo Hayes defeat Cruiserweight champion Roderick Strong in a title unification match. However, moving forward, NXT will refer to the Unified Championship as the North American Championship. So it has kind of absolved the Cruiserweight Championship. Into yeah. That. I, I, I haven't watched 205 Live since Enzo. Is that a thing? I don't know. So I know one thing though. Enzo. I saw on Twitter that there was a two hundred five live they match. They put Enzo on it. Yeah, but I saw a two hundred five live match advertised on Twitter as a promoted tweet, and the guy who I don't know, sorry, uh, but he was like three hundred and twenty pounds. He was like, uh, like top dollar type of big, and I was just like two hundred five live. Are we serious now? Like I don't even know who this guy was, but I was just like. So we're just giving up on this. 205 adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting move. But again, much like um, with Samoa Joe, they just never really knew what to do. Mm -hmm. They never really knew what to do with that Cruiserweight Championship either in any of its forms that they really had. I mean, they had some yeah. mild moments, I'm sure. But like there was never, there was never a moment like it was in its mm -hmm. infancy in WCW. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. We'll move on again. Ray Phoenix suffered what is being reported as a badly dislocated arm at the end of AW Dynamite's main event this week. Brian Alvarez reports that Phoenix needs an MRI to check for ligament damage, but it appears Phoenix will miss some time for healing. Oh, and you know... Mm. We'll get into it when we talk about our recap of an amazing episode of AEW Dynamite. And this main event match for the Tag Team Championships between, at the time, champions Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express, who is now your Tag Team Champions, was outstanding. And unfortunately, I think as great of a moment as it was to see Jungle Boy and then his mother and I believe his sister celebrating. And then he kind of, you know, takes in the moment and realizes what he just accomplished. I think it was a little bit overshadowed by, we just saw Ray Phoenix grabbing his elbow and then Pinta immediately taking the pinfall and just sliding out of the ring to go check on him. So yeah, I hope he's fine. And it also seemed like, and again, we'll talk about it when we do our recap, but, you know, the lights went out in the match and the lights also went out when Lucha Bros went to go help out Brian Pillman Jr. When Malachi Black was beating him up, I think we're alluding to Malachi Black and Brody King versus the Lucha Bros. But maybe not because Ray Phoenix might have to wait two months or whatever it is. So, yeah, unless bad Pac's timing. got nothing to do, but I don't know if he can be there right now. Yeah, who knows with Pac? You know, he's he's hit and miss. I never know if he's in the country or in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? All right. Well, doesn't get much better in this next one here. Jake Atlas signed with AEW this week and nearly immediately suffered a knee injury on AEW Rampage tapings. Atlas went down while trying to complete a springboard and needed several officials' assistance to get backstage. At this time, there are no reports on the severity of the injury. That's shitty timing. Which, hold on. Uh, 
spoiler alert mm. you didn't say who won i guess yes i i, I saw it that on the rampage tapings right yeah but we don't know if adam cole won or if it was jake atlas we're kind of assuming with that news who Adam did Cole's win there um, spoiler. well he said that he was going to wrestle him on friday okay yeah right. um yeah so um yeah well but it's hard to gosh. win when you need assistance to the back yeah but man that sucks so bad because to get a match that you had on dark advertised on dynamite obviously yeah. means that they have some plans uh, for you and for your first match just to be a blown out knee ah man so sorry for you because i like him that little finisher that he does yeah. where he jumps on the rope and then does like the two steps on the top rope and then ddt well, that's a fun move and to your credit they're the blown out knees typically a long recovery it's not mm -hmm. a uh it's not like a, hey six to eight weeks we can get you back in the ring no it's like oh no you're out eight nine <laughs> months mm -hmm. probably See you at christmas yeah yeah if it was a light ligament or or you know light ligament damage, sometimes you might get away with like six. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, we'll get you back out here on the treadmill right. in six weeks, yeah, or six months. You know, all right, fuck it. Anyway, well, good luck to him. Good luck to him. <laughs> Matt Jackson and Brandon Cutler both tested positive for COVID this week and did not appear on AW Dynamite, though they were not publicized to make an appearance. Matt's brother Nick was deemed a close contact and was also not backstage at Dynamite. Hey, uh, it's time, folks, as you said earlier, Tom, get your goddamn shot. Wear your fucking masks around. Don't yeah. go to places you don't need to right now, right? Like, it's time to maybe not go bowling this weekend or, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, we're, you know, everyone's mind is made up. We're not changing anyone's mind by giving advice, unfortunately. Um, I will say this, though, about the Young Bucks. I like how they announced it, where they're like... Uh, book ourselves strong, uh, executive vice presidents, and then just the last sentence is Matt has COVID, and then just yeah, that's all. They just Matt that's the only thing that yeah, that's the only thing yeah. they did to acknowledge it, and they just moved on. Yeah. Um, you know, COVID is very serious; it's still killing you know thousands of people a yeah. day. Mm -hmm. I will say though, yeah. they have said that they are vaccinated, so I don't expect them to be out or to right. suffer any type of, you yeah. know particularly with this new variant like if you've been exactly. fully vaccinated and boosted yeah so we'll see although but people still are getting you know significant cases you know oh definitely yeah i'm not saying everyone's safe that does it because again right. with mutations comes I, i'm just saying different... it's time to rethink the idea of like hey maybe for yourself and for others if you don't need to do something right now don't yeah you know but I mean? everyone don't. everyone's mind's made Fucking up don't you know though you know, though, you know, you know, I know no I know. one's going to listen to us and be like, uh, oh, yeah. So then fuck it. I won't like, go you know bowling. What, them guys yeah. with the fucking bloody hangman Adam Page picture behind them. Those guys really yeah, make a lot got, of they, sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> no one's changing their mind. We'll go to our favorite talking head and get our information from them and blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, um, hopefully everything's fine, though, because, again, they have a big storyline. It looks like. Uh, brewing with Adam Cole and uh, Red Wagon. So we'll see yeah, where that goes. I, I love that um, Kyle O'Reilly was like, cut it, Landon. <laughs> like, he's like, he gets it, but he doesn't know the guy's name quite right yet. He's like, but he gets a shit on this guy. All right, fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> fuck you, Landon. Yeah. 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 If, if I hadn't seen you, Tom, in like five years, 
and we meet up somewhere and you're like insulting a guy nonstop. I'm just going to start insulting that guy with you, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just going to be like, oh, this this chump, this asshole. Yeah. Look at this there fucking nuts. Guy. Look at this <laughs> fucking dork. What a nerd. All right, let's get into a story here. WWE filed multiple copyright claims against rapper West Side Gun this week. Gun is a noted pro wrestling fan found in the front row of many wrestling events and was most recently in the news after former WWE ring announcer Greg Hamilton publicly attempted to extort Gun over the use of Hamilton's voice on a rap song under threat of using WWE's lawyers. Hamilton was released from WWE for his actions. Um, that's so, so what's fun. The that's the best one, part. That's the best. They just told him they'd have some of his stuff taken down from YouTube, and they I get got copyright claims on him. I don't know if they're suing him or what, but um, f- like the best part for me is like Greg Hamilton gets fired because they're like, "Don't fucking say we're gonna sue that guy," and then they turn around, they're like, "We're fucking suing that guy." <laughs> and he's like. Am I still fired? Like, yeah, you're still fucking yeah, fired. Idiot. <laughs> we have to follow through on this now because we don't want to look. Yeah, now mean, we have to like now. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows we bitched out and didn't fucking sue this guy. Yeah, because of you. All right. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a bitch what move a, though. Like, work with the guy or something, right? Like, yes. I mean, like, uh, I mean, he 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 has a very big following in the rap community. Fun fact: wrestling's not the greatest, uh, you know, niche interest in the rap community so why don't you take advantage of one of the better rappers in that industry being a fan of yours yeah he's Can obviously be future and shit whoever yeah and he's obviously friends with other wrestlers because if you check out biggie's instagram or biggie's uh you know snapchats or whatever the fuck it is and same with xavier woods and um uh kofi kingston and you know the usos and so many other people they're hanging out with him so like why would you piss off your talent who are friends with them and then also look stupid to a community that you already look stupid to? So it's like, what a bad look all around. You guys yeah, are so fucking dumb. Stupid. Yeah, they but what? Really are you need money? Are. You fucking Eric Clapton assholes. Did you hear the Eric Clapton story, by the way? No. That what? fucking miserable twat. This fucking douchebag. I'll tell you a quick sidebar. This is what makes me think of the WWE. This fuck, who's an amazing guitarist, but a fuck of a person, this guy sued a lady who lost her husband to make money, found an album of Eric Clapton's, put it on eBay for $11. It happened to be a counterfeit Eric Clapton uh, recording, like a CD, or I think it was a CD. He sues the lady and now she has to pay him like thirty to forty thousand dollars. What a dick! Over an eleven dollar counterfeit eBay sale of your fucking music, you twat. Yeah, what a twat. Yeah, and that's exactly what WWE's doing here. Like that's the shit it, that. Yeah, exactly. You're so fucking petty because you guys are such greedy dickheads. Yeah, <sighs> this isn't you, the person you go after, right? Like. Yeah, it's just such a stupid look all around. For both, can't find a way to stop the streams, 
yeah that, that people find your product illegally on but yet you can you can send a cease and mm -hmm. desist to west side gun right right yeah yeah you fuck, tough I, guys I, I, hope, I just hope anyone who made this decision gets athlete's foot in their asshole like you fucking dickheads you guys fucking horrible people get athlete's foot in the ass i don't know but that's what i want them to fucking they'll figure bet, it out i bet fucking people in <laughs> wwe know how that fucking happens all right, one last news story, Tom. You ready? This is a very special news story for longtime uh, listeners here. Tom, you ready? You ready? Mm -hmm. Especially, especially one of them. <laughs> Two nights ago, uh, the Kansas State Wildcats defeated the Louisiana Tigers forty-two to twenty <laughs> in, the, uh, <laughs> in the bowl game. There, and I want a big Josh to you know, know that. <laughs> Let's clip time this and that. just yeah. send it right to him. <laughs> yeah. Mm -mm. yeah, we're going to clip yeah. this. Hey, so for yeah. any other uh, new-time listeners or long-time mm -hmm. listeners, you know, uh, obviously looking at Tim here on the YouTube stream, mm -hmm. he is a K-State Wildcat fan. They beat yep. LSU. Friend of the show, Big Josh, is an LSU fan. Yeah. And so we're just rubbing it in uh, one fan's face because yeah. – that's, that's what happens when you become a fun. part of the community. We'll 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 give you a little dig if we if we know mm -hmm. something will bother you. Yeah, and then speaking of the community, another way to get involved is to use hashtag tweet the table, which you see above us right here, right? Obviously, that's on Twitter. You go on there and you just tell us what you're thinking anytime throughout the week about pro wrestling. If you're watching a show, if you're watching a bowl game, and you're like, I bet that guy's fucking enjoying this game. <laughs> I love that you use the news story to yeah. talk about K State. Uh, news stinger. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very cordial this whole time. You know, I waited <laughs> to make sure they won before I shit. <laughs> Somehow cheapens it, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that was real nice until we won. Then I was like, you yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> what a sore loser. winner. Yeah. <laughs> what what stand for losers. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was an interesting game. Like, you know, bowl games already anymore in college sports are meaningless half the time. And then they only had 38 scholarship players, which is like half of what you're because <laughs> not because of COVID. I think for the most part, they're, they're LSU players. They're like, we're going to go to the NFL. So like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Some of the mm -hmm. K-State guys are like, well, we're trying to make it there. So like, watch us ball out. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think everybody knew that going. They didn't have a, a scholarship quarterback playing. They had, they had to take a wide receiver and put a now quarterback with... in. So anybody who's ever watched a football game knows that's probably not going to work out well for you. Yeah, and LSU, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the school that just got the Notre Dame coach who has a fake yeah. Louisiana yeah. accent. Oh, this is one of the most annoying parts. Is So he's not coaching that bowl game. They have an right. interim guy, but they interview him during, like, the third quarter or something. I can't remember. Maybe second quarter. For, like, 10 to 15 minutes up in the booth and never talk about the action that you're watching on the game. There was an interception. There was a fucking touchdown. Like, all like all those KC fans are flipping out. We're like, hey – Great that you're talking to like next year's fucking coach for LSU as they're getting stomped here. Like, shut the fuck up, man. But again, it's you know it's ESPN, so they it's all yeah, about the care. SEC, right? Like you got to mm -hmm. pump them up. So, but that was fun, you know. You know, it was bowl games, football. Everybody loves the football. Yeah, even though yeah, really. you know you don't play with your feet. I mean, you mm -hmm. play with your feet, but you don't kick the yeah. ball unless it's yeah. a field goal or kickoff. Yeah. Well, but now we'll anyway. let kids take money from other people, but we won't pay them directly. Principles. Principles. Speaking of principles, you guys need to add the principle in your life of using hashtag tweet the table. And we've got some hashtag tweet the tables to yes, talk about, do. Tim. Yes, we Let's do. Get like into Katie, it. the first lady says, 
first wrestling on TBS Network in 20 years, and it's a bloody spectacle. Hashtag AEW Dynamite, hashtag Tweet the Table, and we will dig deep into some of the more particulars throughout the show of AEW Dynamite on TBS, but I loved it. Did you see they got over a million viewers on their first night on TBS? I did not see that. They nice. reached over 1 million, which they've done before on TNT, but again, for them to be on TBS for the first time and to have that kind of a rating speaks to how good Turner is yeah. to AEW and how good AEW is to a, Turner. I thought a bloody spaghetti-headed hangman out there to Oh my god, what a great match. The whole show was just spectacular uh the only thing that i'll say and again we'll talk about uh kind of a match by match breakdown but it had three title matches right so there was a tbs championship uh crowning the first ever tbs champion there was obviously the heavyweight championship match and then as i mentioned here the main event was a tag team championship match all fantastic matches on the first time on tbs uh saturday they have battle of the belts with those three belts not on the show yeah that <laughs> yeah um yeah but what i did love too though is like they didn't change up any of the feel or the you know what i mean the look like this is they they brought the party mm -hmm. to the new network right mm -hmm. they just brought the credit party. to them yeah good they decision. stayed true to who they were i liked it a lot good decision because i don't think it's played out yet right but let's nope. go it's on the same topic as that. Devil Vamp says, damn, I loved almost about everything in the first ever AWTBS. Hashtag dynamite. But those cuts to the roster at the end were absolute shit, as well as more during the show. I don't know. Come on, people, get better at this point. It's been three years. Hashtag tweet the table. He's always been critical of their behind the scenes, you know, cinematography. Oh, and so have we. And it's, yeah. yeah. They so miss a lot we. of shots still, I think. I mean, he's not wrong there. And I think there could be a lot of improvement that would be noticeable in that regard. Yeah. And I agree with them. Uh, I, I like that the tag team, again, we'll talk about it, uh, I guess a little bit quicker when we do our match breakdown, but yeah, at the end when Jurassic express wins, then all the tag teams come out. I like that because it's kind of like, you know, once you beat the ultimate boss, then you have to look back and face all the bosses that you defeated to get to this point. And I like that. But to his point, yeah, they cut to Chris Jericho, who was just like looking at himself and then ends up clapping Santana and Ortiz are, that are in a suite, not really paying attention. And so it was like some of these shots you didn't fucking need. Stay on 2.0. Well, you got one of the, the ass on... boys like doing a weird dance yeah. or something. And yeah. I, I, look, they were on Dark or maybe it was Elevation. I forget which one this week. Um, mm -hmm. I, they have to be the ass boys. They are the can ass we boys. Please, like, can we, like, is they're this the part of the transition? Boys. Like, they're going to be the ass boys, right? Yeah, like, he's wearing the shirt and they're like, dad, right? Like, they're going to they're gonna latch on, right? Become the ass boys, right? Please. And, well, and you know who created that that saying on Twitter it's was Dan Housen. Right? Yeah. And fun fact, Dan Housen is now a free agent, so yeah, wouldn't be shocked. Medically wrestled. Didn't he, like, break? Oh, he broke his, his, leg, his leg, but yeah. he can easily do some spooky shit to the ass boys on dark and elevation to get himself over. You know what I mean? Do some spooky shit to the ass boys. <laughs> it's an episode title. Maybe I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That could have been done differently, but I mean, again, maybe that was, they needed to buy time because of 
oh shit, this match ended a little quicker. That's true. Thought. That's true. But again, just know your shots. Know like, hey, this is our plan. So like Chris Jericho and others, just be prepared yeah. that the camera could come to you kind of thing. Well, the thing is like, yeah, it probably was like, hey, last minute, like the last 59 seconds, you guys are going to run out there and be like, man, fuck you. Give you the throat slash and then we're going to cut. And then it was like, oh, shit, he broke his arm. We've got two minutes. Get out there. And now they're like, ah, I did the throat thing. Now I don't know what to do with my hands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, yeah. do we fucking, do I stay, do I put him in my pockets? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what we got there is what I felt like at the end of yeah, the So, I I, you know, I kind of gave him a pass on that particular one. The rest of the show to me felt great. I loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it. All right, we'll move on. Maybe we'll move on. All right, here we go. At Theo75 says, no Roman Reigns on hashtag WWE Day 1. Pay-per-view is still going to be great. Hashtag tweet the table. And it probably wasn't. I'm going to be real honest. Didn't watch it. I mean, I know what happened in the, you know, Brock Lesnar won a title. And they've, I watched uh, the main you know, event. I watched the again, main event. Once again, a New Day member's title run succumbs oh, to, to Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. Yeah. And yeah, Biggie lost about- more singles matches than he won as, as the champion. champion. Like twice as many. It, Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I will give I will give Ridiculous. Paul Heyman credit though. I will give Paul Heyman credit though on Raw the next night. He put over Big E as if this was oh, a yeah. you know transformative champion that should be remembered in the you know yeah. Yeah, Hall of Fame of WWE. Yeah, yeah that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, you look on paper and you're like, well, he lost to Lashley. Then he also lost this one. Then he also lost the, like, he took the pin. That was the other thing that I thought was silly is, okay, Brock Lesnar wins the championship. He can't pin Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. I understand we're building this Bobby Lashley. Yeah, but like. Pin Seth Rollins. Like, he's the guy who everybody gets the fucking shit on and he gets madder about it. And that's his fucking character. Yeah, I'd... he's uniquely designed to take that pinfall because Kevin Owens fucking screwed him over somehow. Well, on Monday, uh, I watched the 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 fatal four way, which no one died. So false advertisement, but uh, nearly Kevin fatal Owens. Four-way. Yeah, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are going to die early from together. fucking CTE. So easy, easy. All right. All right. All right. Hey, that was a little dark. Was, yeah, I got a little too close to home. That was dark elevation right there. It was so dark. Uh, but like, why are they still working together as a, it, it still doesn't make sense anymore. Like what they're doing. So maybe they go after the tag team champions. I don't know, but like, probably not. They probably paid Kevin Owens a lot of money and promises. Well, it's fucking failing. Cause he's looking dumb. He's not looking like the cool Kevin Owens. I remember he looks like I the agree. dumb fat guy that just follows the orders of Seth Rollins and Sounds hugs him like sometimes. It. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. At Katie first lady says, WTF? Hey, if this means Lesnar versus Lashley at Mania, I'm in. Hashtag tweet the table. All right, so here's my take on all all the whole Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, right? Everybody's super excited to see it. And I guess, I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I like it. Just for that match. Like, I'm going to like it just for that match. But the whole story is going to be come on big boy let's fight and then there's some reason they don't fight the manager's fucking around you know what i mean like but that you just said it kind of as a drive-by there that's the part that i'm looking forward to 
MVP versus Paul Heyman oh, on the microphone. God. So that, while just yeah, two, okay. I didn't think about that. I forgot about yeah, MVP well, in the scenario. Yeah, while you just look at two fucking bodyguards stand behind them, that's what I'm into. Oh, and they're gonna if have you, they're both good at practicing the line. Mm-hmm. To fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. To give you and a fucking you, Hogan point, right? And, fucking, and if you saw on MVP's Instagram, as soon as Bobby Lashley won his match and then, you know, they get on the road to the next town, he tweets out or he posts a, a photo on Instagram of someone holding a microphone. So he's ready. He's going into this with Paul Heyman like, I'm bringing my A game. And you know Paul Heyman is his A game. So hey, look, I'm excited I, for that. MVP. MVP can bring it. Now, MVP he's can good. also you know yeah but i bet he hangs a time or two with Heyman in this run that's what i'm excited for that's what we're gonna get like there's so many ways they could go with this thing too so it'll be interesting to see what is said and how they hype it up Um, oh and but this this is the thing that wwe is gonna shit the bed on is they're gonna stumble into a great promo that's gonna be the memory of january for the promotion but all they care about is roman and brock so they're just gonna get to royal rumble wipe their hands off it. Hey, we gave you what we want. Now you're going to watch what we want. And then we're going to be pissed off because now we're going to want Lashley Lesnar too, because of MVP and Paul Heyman, but they don't want to give that to us. Yep. MVP. They'll, they'll split MVP and Le- and Lashley and they'll move. Oh MVP yeah. The hurt business will turn on Lashley and at WrestleMania, it's going to be Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander MVP. with MVP MVP's- taking on Lashley. MVP's managing Braun Breaker when he comes up to the main roster. <laughs> All right. I don't, go. yeah, it's Braun Breaker. I don't even get that. Yeah, I mean, it's not a name. Like, what the fuck is it? Sounds like a, like a Hasbro children's fucking board game or something. But anyway. It sounds like what Donkey Kong beats in the first level of his video game. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's, yeah. He, and, he and Rick Steiner. Braun Breaker. Yeah, it's like an abominable snowman on ice. And, and and now, like, I didn't watch the match. I saw two highlights of that thing. I saw where uh, Rex Steiner, I'm not calling him that fucking name, Rex Steiner kicked the old logo of NXT to basically say, like, you're fucking done forever. And then I saw Rick Steiner, his father, come into the ring and celebrate with him. So what the- apparently Ciampa shook hands with him on his way out after losing, went over to Rick Steiner and like fucking shook hands. Yeah. With him. But like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. We can't call him fucking Steiner. I just probably fucking- because they wouldn't work a deal where if it's Steiner, they couldn't own it. I don't know. It, it just feels it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. They're such a stupid company. I want that kid to do everything that kid should do, but what he should not do is whatever the fuck they have him doing. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see that kid be let loose to be a Steiner. You can see he has the Steiner blood in him. He is that guy who probably chugged 14 fucking beers in the parking lot before he came in there and is ready to fucking party like he's goddamn Gronkowski. That's the feeling I get from the guy, and they should let that loose, but they're not gonna. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know. Call him but, a yeah. Steiner. Like, he is a Steiner. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows it. You acknowledge it. Fucking what? That's if- the part. Is if when you acknowledge it, then what the fuck are you doing now? I get if you're like, nope, nope, don't give a shit that you know. Because, again, not everyone should be their father's son or their, you know, the sure. 
right i get it be your own person if that's what you went into the company saying like i want to be my own person well and even that like if you if this guy which i don't know his real name but again rex steiner's what i'm gonna call him if if he's like hey i'm not really cool with my dad anymore scott my uncle i don't really like him i want to be a wrestler but i don't want to be associated with them okay cool right like Right. We could I know. Get it. We probably wouldn't have Benoit's son have Benoit's name. Well, we probably but like, look at that, right? look at Bray Wyatt, right? Like, yeah, we don't say right. he's IRS's son. Right. He's exactly. Bray Wyatt. So, like, right. be your own character. I'm not saying that, like, if you're the son of a wrestler, that's ha- what you have to be. Right. But when you do, like you said, every fucking thing, and then you bring in what his dad. Like, yeah. He just doesn't get... have the fucking headgear on. Like, he's all but yet. every, like, if he's going to fucking it time. get wear a spiked fucking leather jacket and i swear to god mm-hmm. give it time he says bite me man i'm telling you give it time he's gonna have an angle where von wagner puts his head in the stairs and kicks it and he's gonna have an ear situation so he's gonna put on the fucking he's gonna go on head a run after that and then he's gonna go on a run with the fucking head gear and we'll be like who does he look like i don't know i've never seen anyone like this hate that company fucking bullshit well, good. You know, so we've asked fans. We've said, why the fuck are you still watching it? Like, because that would be a lot of thing we hear back from people. Not that, like, we engage in these conversations, but you see the conversations online where people are like, well, they make the most money. They buy far the most ratings, so they're doing something right. And it's like, okay, well, then I want to talk to you people who are providing them that money and mm-hmm. ratings. Like, why the fuck are you doing it? And tell me mm-hmm. why. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. At Mr. Fourth Row said on Twitter, he says, honestly, I'm only watching WWE on the big events. And... I still think the Van Dyke on Randy Orton looks good. Hashtag tweet the table. And he's wrong. The what on the Randy Van Dyke's facial hair. It's called the what? The Van Dyke. What he Dick said. Van Dyke? I don't know. But oh. whatever. If That's what he called it. That's okay. what he's referencing. Okay. And it doesn't look good on him. So <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I'm not fact checking here, but I think you're wrong. Tim, <laughs> I got an idea. I'm yeah. going to throw this to you live on air. Uh, as we're recording on YouTube, and this is going to be on our podcast stream uh, momentarily. Uh-huh. I think we need to take to the streets. Mm. You know, in the political landscape, you see on both sides them infiltrate the other side and be like, what do you support Donald Trump? And they try to get the Trump supporters to say like why they support him, right? right and yeah, even on the other right. side, they go to Bernie, you know, thing. why do you support Bernie? He's a social, all that stuff, right? I think we need to go to the Royal Rumble in St. Louis, and we need to record. I'll, I'll be the one that answers it. You can record it. And I just want to ask every fucking person that I see that Why walks into that goddamn building, what do you like about this show? Yeah. What is it that you like? Yeah, what that's... are you excited to see, and why are you excited to see it? Besides the nostalgic fact of it's Royal Rumble, and maybe that's the reason, right? When I was a kid, I always wanted to go to this event. Now it's in my hometown, and so I wanted to go. Hey, can't really hate that. Find out what yeah. the feel is. But don't you kind of want to do that? that dies. You get what I mean? That nostalgia dies. With me. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, with others. But like, that's like, what so dies I can bring my kid and they might get hooked, but like, they're not, they've shown they're not doing a great job of hooking the characters mm-hmm. anymore. So like, no, that's what this is. They've talked about, I think I read this before too, like they likened it to MTV, like, when you just go meta into yourself and go like, look, remember, you used to love us. We used to be cool back then. And then we just repackaged it and gave it back to you. That only works one time. 
and then you lost you didn't build the next generation right like then you lost it and you're gone right like then it dies after that and that's but don't you want to do that yeah don't you want to do that don't you real i mean i i honestly want to yeah go and and stand in front of the entrance it's like facebook live or tiktok live and just yeah and just have an honest conversation. I'm not going to be wearing an AEW shirt and be like, well, the, the other all fucking alternative so much better. I don't even care if you don't like AEW. No, this is it's about fine. WWE. Like, it's why? A, yeah, yeah. It's why this? Yeah. yeah, the only reason we say good things about AEW is because we like the AEWs here to, like, save us. Because Tom has even said this. Like, I, I don't know if we'd be doing the show Mm-mm. if they didn't exist at this point. WWE I ain't talking so about bad. this bullshit so every bad. week. No, no, no. So, yeah, we, nope. we do this to get happy, not to fucking hate. Life. And I'm so much happier with GCW, oh. AEW, the amount of fun that they're doing right now. GCW and Jeff Jarrett. I fucking hate <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. I pop for that. Yeah. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I'm instantly interested. And I'm like, somebody's got to kick Jeff Jarrett's ass. Like, he's a cowboy in a renegade GCW promotion. What the fuck old. is that going to look like? Yeah. It's like Kenny Rogers is going to get fucking light tubes beat on him. Oh, he, you know, for every, it's a GCW. Let's go again. Quick sidebar here. But GCW just understands their audience and how to create heels because for everything that Matt Cardona represented, which was the anti GCW, they did again with Jeff Jarrett. So the other side of the coin of what GCW isn't yeah. is everything but, Jeff a whole Jarrett person. is. He's going against yes. Evans, right? Like it's a whole different character, oh. a whole different dilemma. It's perfect. God bless them. They're so fucking cool. Oh, and Effie and Jeff Jarrett. That's going to be money. Like, it's just, I know it. Like, I, as much as, like you said, I hate Jeff Jarrett. I don't like I hate him. him. I've but never it's been like, be I can't wait good. to see this Jeff Jarrett match. I'm ever, into ever, it now. Ever. Yeah. Now I'm into it. Yeah. Now I'm totally into it. Yeah. And then, and then they're even bringing back other guys, like at their GCW Detroit show, Kevin Nash is going to be there. Yeah. And then. Dude, can we talk about this real quick? Mm-hmm. I know we're going to get back into tweet tables. Show. And again, we want to hear from you. But I want to hear you guys about this. So, if you followed their last GCW show, the number one contender who will be challenging John Moxley for the championship at the Hammerstein Ballroom is Homicide. Mm-hmm. And guess who else is going to be on that GCW show from the Hammerstein Ballroom? Eddie fucking Kingston. What will Eddie Kingston do when John Moxley takes on Homicide? So, Eddie Kingston speaks of John Moxley as a brother, as though he loves mm-hmm. him like a brother. He speaks of Homicide as though he's a god and loves him mm-hmm. like he's a god. So, it will be interesting. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope there's a moment where they put Eddie Kingston between a rock and a hard place and we get to see what he does because he's the perfect person to have that go through the best and if they can carry that guy and then if they can carry that over to AEW, to where then john moxley and eddie kingston either are strengthened as a team or they go their separate ways like chef's kiss i can't wait i love pro wrestling why eddie kingston is the guy is because he just encapsulates and presents the feeling of just annoyance and angst with the world around you that pretty much all of us feel right that like mm-hmm. just like if if rolling your eyes at stupidity was a character it's eddie kingston <laughs> yeah. right 
And yeah. everybody, see, and because it, it's subjective, everybody feels somebody else is stupid, right? It's subjective. Everybody has that moment where they're like, these fucking idiots around me, right? Like, everybody's an idiot, but yeah, everybody's the smartest guy in the room, right? Mm. So that's why it works so well with Eddie Kingston is because he just encapsulates that. When you feel that, you're like, yeah, I fucking feel that. I know that feeling. Like, Jesus Christ, you fucking dipshits won't shut the fuck up, and I just wanted a coffee, and, like, you know I'm going to beat your ass. Like, well, just shut the fuck up. Here we are. God damn it. Right? And now you got to, like, shove yeah. the fucking table over and fight. Everybody feels that. And that's and he's authentic. Guy. That's the other yeah. thing, too, is he's authentic because, you know, you've put John Cena, you've put other characters, Hulk Hogan in WCW before he was in the NWO, and even when he was in the NWO. You put those those characters in certain situations, and you go, well, but John Cena doesn't quit, so he's not going to quit in this one, right? But with Eddie Kingston, he might like he, he might, might give up on himself, right? Or he might fucking prevail. Like that's authentic. Like we also there's a wave. Go through... Yeah, it's not yeah. just like yay rah rah. Like we might see mm-hmm. the same thing happen with Hangman. Like we got yeah. a little bit of a up and down with him. Like he didn't just get yep. it on the first go yeah. round. We had to be like, oh fuck. And that's what makes the Did best characters. Right. Relatability. Anyhow, GCW's fucking awesome. AEW's fucking awesome. WWE can suck a dick. Uh, and I don't mean to be sexist or anything. Men and women can both do that. I don't give a fuck. Um, and if you don't even identify as one of those two things, whatever. All you takers, are, you whatever. Yeah, all the fucking takers can do that shit. But, like, I want to go and just fucking understand who the who likes this, man. Yeah, but I think I think you're going to. You're just going to be more disappointed with the answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, at least I, I know like, because I feel yeah. like I'm. Uh, yeah, I feel science. like I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. Gotta prove my worst fears. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm yelling down a void, and I just I want to hear something back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the final one, and it is about WWE, but you know maybe we can go with a little tangent here. And at Katie First Lady says, "Who would have predicted that Brock Lesnar would be WWE champion at the start of his twentieth year?" Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I mean, Mm. you know, he's a big deal. Oh, but it's not as it's Mm. not his real twentieth. Right. There was a long tangent where he was in the UFC. Oh, right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't doing this yeah. year in, year out for right. 20 years. Yeah. And, but see, and even at that, like it, for, for me, all right, they're releasing everybody is WWE, right? Releasing Seems a crap way. ton of people, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people. Seems like they're consolidating. They're going to go to one champion, right? Like if you're going to consolidate and you're going to give me your Brock Lesnar's your even if it was a John Cena, like if you gave me people who we know like can capture an audience, will bring in ratings. If you're telling good fucking stories with it, that's great. That's better. I'm fine with that. I'd rather see that than fucking whatever you're gonna call Elias next, right? Like fine, great. But I, the bad story is the bad story, no matter who you paste it on. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch it while the story's bad. But if the story's good, well, fuck Brock Lesnar's gonna be better than a lot of the people doing it. It's just the problem is it's usually. I'm Brock Lesnar. No one can beat me. And that's true. Right. So we just kind of go like, all right. You know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I to saw the this they have, in... they've had a couple people knock him off, but it's still, you know, but it was, but it was always this Brock Lesnar's caught off guard. Like what? I, I think the last story that needs to be told with Brock Lesnar, that would be interesting. And maybe it happens with Bobby Lashley. Maybe I'm fucking over exaggerating and I'm missing the boat. Somebody but can overpower the, him. Is the but not even overpower him, but like you know what Brock Lesnar did to John Cena at SummerSlam, where it was like laughing at him and still throwing him around. 
That's the last story that needs to be told with Brock Lesnar is whoever that person is like Thanos is him and is just laughing at him as he's just kicking his fucking ass. So this is what I'm saying. Like, let's say, okay, if your WWE TV is Brock Lesnar primarily, right? If he's a champion for, let's say a couple of years, but like it's tail end of his career, he's now, you know I mean? Not as quick and not as, you know, he's still bigger than most quicker than most, but he knows like, Hey, I'm only going to do this for another year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you can run that storyline where Brock Lesnar isn't the Brock Lesnar he used to be, and he's going through his existential fucking crisis. Paul Heyman's trying to help, whatever. We could get amazing fucking television out of this, and we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Like, that's just, it's just not going to happen that way. <laughs> Hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah, so go. He's gonna wrestle damn. once a year, maybe like the Undertaker did for a while, and then once in a while, the, like he'll lose one, and they'll be like, "Oh, I really put over the new kid, Damian Priest." But he'll lose kid. in the same way he you know? lost to Seth Rollins, <laughs> like, where yeah. it's the ref is looking the other way. That that wrestler got a low blow in on him, and then just does seventy two finishers, and then that's yeah. how he beats him. God, Whatevs. Hey, let's talk about. So that was the last tweet the table, correct? That was the last tweet the table. Yep. Let's talk about something we actually like, and that was the debut of mm. AEW Dynamite on TBS. We've been talking a little bit about uh, what happened. We obviously hit pretty hard on the main event, so we won't do that again here. But there were some other things that happened that Tim, I want your feedback on, and I feel like we should discuss because it puts us in a good mood. So let's do kind of a quick rundown, and we'll dive into what we want to. Right. So it kicked off with the AEW World Heavyweight Championship match. Mm. Champion Hangman Adam Page taking on the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Now, there was judges at ringside, Big Show, Mark Henry, Jerry Lynn. Even though they weren't ringside, they were just front row with the rest of the crowd. I thought that was weird. They weren't presented as, like, big-time deals, but whatever. However, they were sitting what did you think coach next to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all next, like Jerry Lynn was had no room. He didn't have an armrest. Yeah. So yeah, how is he going to take notes? <laughs> I knew instantly. I don't think he did. I knew instantly we weren't going to the time limit when I saw our judges were Big Show, Mark Henry, and Jerry Lynn. I was like, really? I was like, this ain't. They're not going to be like. And now let's cut to the judges and be like. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is Jerry Lynn going to say some shit? Like, I just, I, I wasn't buying it, right? Like, I didn't think, I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. So I knew we were going to get, like, an actual decide decision or some kind of muck to money it up. Um, the the match, though, however, Jesus Christ, man. These guys, I was shocked that they went to, like, let's bloody each other up this early into, like, we're new on TBS, right? Like, here we go, everybody. Mm-hmm. fucking crimson masks both guys i was like wow interesting choice. well and also the part that kind of took me you know back and kind of by surprise was how many headbutts there were during mm. this this match like you don't see headbutts that often and you saw about 700 in this match and that's what i was like hey the other guy had to retire for three years because of head injuries. Like, I get we're doing it safe, you know, breaking kayfabe, but like, what are we doing? You know, like, let's let's just kick each other in the chest or in the stomach or in the legs. <laughs> like, right. You could have yeah. picked a yeah. different body part there, you know. So right. now, see, I thought his foot. exactly, yeah, break his wrist, make his right. hand be the thing. Now, 
Brian Danielson went after Brian, uh, went after Hangman's arm again because he does the lariat. So I thought that was pretty good, uh, good storytelling. But see, when I saw the judges, I did think that we were going to go to the decision. And I honestly thought in my gut, I thought, oh, shit, this is how we're going to get the Mark Henry match. Because remember, Mark Henry wants to do one more match. And I thought he was going to screw over the loser, right? He was going to say that person loses and whoever lost out of this match would then give the one match to Mark Henry. I thought that might have been happening. So I'm glad I was wrong. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic match. I liked how Brian Danielson at the start kept looking at the judges and was like, ah, look at this. I'm so good. I can do some jumping jacks. And then for Hangman to do a fucking burpee with blood coming down his forhead (laughs) into his eyes was just such a fucking F you. Yeah, a blood burpee burpee. to, to Brian Danielson. I thought that was perfect. This match was great. And he beat Hangman, that is beat Brian Danielson with a clean cover in the middle of the ring. I just chef's kiss as good as winter is coming. I thought this was 10 times better. I love this match. Everybody knows you don't get any respect from the boys in the back until you do some bloody burpees, bloody burpees. You know what I mean? That is how you get to the next level in your fitness. Uh, Everybody knows. Oh my God. This, you know, I know we're, yeah, come on right here. There it is. New logo. Come on. Sports school. Missouri. Uh, yeah. Come KC on Metro with the Blue Springs. Mm-hmm. KC Metro. Get fit. I tell you what, though, it's it was January 5th, but this is instantly my match of the year. I know we've got a long time to, to go here, but like that's at the top. Now beat that. That was that good. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a really good match. I agree with you. It was it was really good. Um, <clears throat> all right. What's next? What happened? Next? So we follow up. I, I, this is how strong, in my opinion, AEW is. So we follow up that knockdown drag out war between Hangman and Brian Danielson with Sean Dean versus MJF. But it really wasn't Sean Dean and MJF because before they could either land a strike on each other, CM Punk darts down to the ring. MJF runs away because he obviously doesn't want anything to do with CM Punk. And CM Punk gives a GTS to Sean Dean, which then means MGF, MJF loses. So he's mm-hmm. 0-1 for the year. And then they have, you know, part two of one of the best promo battles uh, in wrestling history. Yeah. And they go jab for jab here. They do go jab for jab here. I, I, I want to hone in real quick before we get into their 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 promo battle they hit a lot on dynamite about how the records reset at the end of the year and i know they always showed like the current year's numbers versus like an overall but i didn't realize like are they saying like for their rankings it's just like a complete wash like didn't matter where you were december 31st and now like records reset like well so records reset but like if you take into account like the women's division right the women's title like rio is still your number one contender but number five can overthrow number three if they win two times and number three loses once right like it resets from the year interesting just it's very like a term like that because like if you're doing shitty at the end of december like you have no incentive to be like better ratchet up i'll just wait till january and then i'll start beating some ass well, yeah, or you might say like momentum's not real or momentum is real. And so I got to win some matches, you know, either way. But uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting too, that how the, everything resets and now yeah. we're clean slate. Yeah. But I like that too, because then it could say 
a loser in 2021 can then be a winner in 2022 with a record of 11 and two or whatever it is. You know what I mean? New year, new me. Um, Exactly. The promo battle is great. I like, you know, I mean, CM Punk is like, this is your future, man. Like, I'm not letting you're not going to fight anybody until you fight me like that. I like that. That's good. So it ends, though, and again, we could go line for line, but I feel like yeah, sure. we, we wouldn't be it. doing it justice. You but uh, Nobody like it, is listening to this and probably didn't watch the show. Like, right, yeah. exactly. So it ends, though, with MJF saying, all right, fine, then it's going to be CM Punk versus Wardlow next week. Ooh. And so right after that, we get Wardlow just beating the holy fuck out of some poor bastard with 17 power bombs. What do you think about Wardlow CM Punk next week? That's interesting because I feel like these two stories that they were were next to each other weren't ready to come to a head, right? Like we're just getting into the what do they call the power bomb mm-hmm. jamboree or whatever the fuck they call it, right? Mm-hmm. And and now he's got to go play the bad guy to CM Punk like that. I don't know, man. We were getting behind Wardlow for a face for now. I know, like we can maybe do that at the thing but that's what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to be putting Wardlow in situations where M yeah. Symphony. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're going to be putting Wardlow in situations where maybe the refs down and Wardlow thinks he can beat CM Punk, but MJF is like saying, pick him up. I want to hit him with my diamond ring. No, they, they make him go for the powerbomb symphony this time. And CM Punk keeps taking a bunch of them and he's like, I can pin him. They're like, don't pin him yet no do your fucking thing and he's like all right whatever and then CM punk fucking toughs it out but finds the fucking schoolboy or something or gets a nut punch and fucking steals a victory and then he's like you motherfuckers (laughs) right they can be like like hey sorry guy we always told you don't fucking do that (laughs) right well yeah i mean i think this is when that story comes to a head i think we're still gonna get mjf cm punk somehow but if you've been paying attention to wardlow and really his ascension as a baby face the first person i think he has to get through is accountability buddy sean Sean spears Spears. yeah so i think Mm -hmm. sean spears is going to be the one that maybe cost him this match and then mjf cm punk do their thing and then mjf is going to circle back and be like hey you motherfucker i lost to cm punk because he was at 100 percent because you didn't do your job and then we're going to mjf is going to work his ass off for fucking warlow he's going to make him look like he fucking killed him Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great i'm excited that's that's gonna be a fun spectacle next week cm punk yeah. versus wardlow all right so then after that uh again with entering action here we get the tbs championship final jade oh, yeah. cargill versus ruby soho and your first ever tbs champion is one jade cargill what'd you think of this whole segment yeah i figured i you know, I called this even, I think, you know, I think most people understood this title was for her. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's still improving in the ring. I don't think she's great. Oh, but I mean, look at her. Like you're not yeah. watching to see fucking right. arm drags. You she's know not horrific, right? Like she's not like, yeah. this is terrible to watch. She's not Kali. Right? right. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, so this was, this was the most interesting segment to me just as a, outsider not outsider but like looking at it from a who's over who's not because jade cargill comes out she gets booze right as she mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. i'm not saying that maybe her time is done but 
it was damn near crickets. It sounded like for Ruby Soho. Yeah. And then, and then we had a tear jerking moment at the end of the. Well, but before that, we had Mercedes Martinez try to beat up uh, Ruby Soho. And the pop of the segment was actually Thunder Rosa running down to take out Mercedes Martinez. Yep. So if you were like, well, who's the most popular person in this four you know, person segment? It's Thunder Rosa. Like, Which we could have told you that. Right. And so <laughs> you almost think like. Again, now we have two heel champions with Britt Baker and Jade Cargill. Yeah. Well, but I also didn't come away with heel heat for her. Like, she had her fucking husband and, and daughter out there, and she's holding her yeah. up and shit. And I'm like, I, that's cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's nice. That was the other thing I was going to mention is, you know, you pay attention to their social media and the photos that they're posting as Jade Cargill as champion is her holding her daughter with the championship yeah. up on the top sorry, of the I ramp. You were that bitch. Right. <laughs> like, and know, so. Like it doesn't fit. Yeah, now you're now you're that mother, and so that was interesting. And yeah, it, it just a lot of confusion. Great. Wonderful, all for I that. But you. like, I, that's yeah. endearing. I like that. Like, that's positive. Mm -hmm. I don't boo that. I don't right. boo that. I'm not a monster. I mean, yeah, not kind of sometimes. Yeah. Not, but yeah. that, not for that. Not with that. Though, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, not with that thing. I'm a decent guy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so um, yeah interesting. I thought that was interesting. But I did, and then. Is Ruby just going to now battle with DMD because she won't leave her alone and keeps giving her shit in the back about it? So I think it, I think the way it's going to go is I think we need uh, Jamie Hayter to battle with someone. And I think it's going to be Jamie Hayter, Ruby Soho, because they're doing a tag match on Rampage where it's Rio, it. Ruby versus Britt and Jamie. And I think it's going to yeah. be Jamie and Ruby DMD's doing their beat, fun stuff. Uh, Ruby, a Rio? Yeah. Oh, Jamie God, I hope so. Look, the reason, and this is going to sound horrible, I don't mean it to be, but the reason why the women's division got off to a shitty start in AEW is Rio is about as bland as it gets mm. and 62 pounds. And again, Marco stunts great. I love him. He's the smallest guy on the roster. I'm not saying that size, you have to look like Braun Strowman. However, if Rio ain't cutting good promos and Rio's offense looks like a 12 year old i don't fucking care man like i'm you know what i mean like it's just yeah and so yeah she better not beat Britt baker god damn that would be the worst mistake of the year yeah i, I agree with you but now where does jade cargill go because she has the muscle even though she is the muscle with mercedes martinez do, yeah, where do you know. see her going I mean, who are the who are the like up-and-coming faces on the women's roster so i mean thunder rosa is a candidate to always kind of battle but i feel like you gotta you can't thunder rosa's gotta win it right like i don't want to like well again if it's if it's me if i got the pencil here as they say mm -hmm. i'm still doing thunder rosa Britt baker right like jade cargill right. can jade cargill can go with tay conti I think Tay Conti yes, is a great, great first choice. contender. Great yeah. choice. Yep. By the way, sidebar again. Oh. Here. That tag team match Holy on shit. Rampage, New Year's that Eve. Was my early candidate for match of the year. Like when I think of January, I'm like, okay, that's one of them that like. Well, but that was New Year's Eve. Eve. So that was oh, technically that was 2021. Eve. But our, we had already done our reward. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. If we're, if we're year, saying. Fiscal yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Fiscal year. I like that. Yeah. Christ Almighty, was that match insane? I watched it in January. How about that, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it twice. I watched yeah, it so live mm -hmm. on TV, and then 
those fucking countdown yeah. shows were so annoying i watched the match again nice yeah i watched it a second time just because the first time i wasn't able to like fully watch but i knew something was going on then i was like holy fuck i need to like rewatch this how yeah. incredible great. great all four women great and so not you know we've talked about this before and not to like denigrate and say that like women can't do these things but we've said like part of the thing with the women and they're like oh my god it's great this is the first time the women ever did this is we were like yeah but sometimes it was before they were ready like Mm -hmm. they weren't quite the athletes they weren't quite the wrestlers Mm -hmm. and it showed in the ring to people who can see that stuff right and none of that i felt none of that with these folks this felt like they had all been doing hardcore wrestling matches for a decade oh and that finish i thought was so original where the bunny thinks that she has the brass knuckles is going to go up against Anna J. She slips yes. on the thumbtacks yep. and then gets put in a barbed wire uh, chokehold. Yeah. That's a GCW finish. I, the whole match could have been on a GCW event. And that's oh. what I meant. Like it was so, when I say realistic, I mean, cause you know, yeah. mm-hmm. we're not, we're talking well, pro wrestling here in a, in a hardcore match, but like yeah. the believability of the fight mm-hmm. was top notch. Again, like if, we if this were a few months from now and we had a couple candidates like i still feel like that's going to be up there for me for match of the year candidate like it was fantastic great. it was great. yeah great. incredible that the, the god dang table not breaking and then take yes. conti takes penelope ford's shin like twice in her oh. face good christ ah credit to those women yeah do it again run that back <laughs> you know what i mean like i, I don't i'm not a big fan make of rematches all the time match. yeah let's make that a lights out match fuck yeah let's do an all women's uh special event and have thunder rosa Britt baker yeah, and your co-main event is those tag matches we know the thunder rosa throwdown mm-hmm. that's and yeah. gcw have, even yeah well i'm just saying do those two matches on a special mm-hmm. women's night event i'm all for that anyhow 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 uh let's get back on track anyhow uh back in the ring well actually before we get into the ring we get an interview with peter griffin talking about the chicken and what i mean is serena deeb talking about hikaru shida looks like they're gonna fight again hashtag fight forever how much fun is this i love that serena deeb also she embodies a spirit of like listen i've given up trying to pretend that any of you actually give a shit about anything i've got like that any of this is about like, let me tell you what's going to happen here. I just come in here to beat the shit out of somebody and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking like, you know, get up in the morning and come back and do it again. So like, just fucking leave me alone. I'm going to kick your ass. What questions do you have? You know what I mean? Like she's fucking yeah. like, this is bullshit. Everybody knows I'll fucking slice your fucking throat and I'm going to do it Saturday, motherfucker, or whatever it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's just she's like, it's just one of those like, get in my way if you dare. Mm-hmm. It's happening. I, just... I love it. Love I it. just can't wait. The, you know, I have always been a fan of Hikaru Shida's in-ring work. Outside yeah. of her character development and promos and her title reign, again, lackluster. But her in-ring work, spectacular. And this is the way to do it. Where she goes up against a serial killer in Serena Deeb. And she herself is a samurai. She does look like you, a sociopathic serial killer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have a serial killer and a samurai. Like I said, make this Peter Griffin and the chicken, if you understand that Family Guy reference, yep. and have them fight forever. Yeah. Even let, let's just say let's just say it goes to a draw. Let's just say it goes to a draw, and then they decide let's go Serena Deeb and Anna Jay. Uh, 
uh, Hikaru Shida and Mercedes Martinez, right? Like, let's say that again, they see each other backstage and it's a fucking fist fight again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, we don't care about the feuds we're in. We hate these people, Look, you know? And that's also relatable because again, almost everybody's had somebody they've come across in their life where it's just like the personalities, like too oh. many things line up, right? Personalities mm-hmm. wrong. The, you know, the relationships that brought you to the, you know, to me knowing you is wrong. Mm-hmm. You, know, you smell bad, right? Those three things all together. And it's just like, I don't fucking, I can't be around this person or we're going to, fucking have a problem oftentimes it's family like you know what i mean it's somebody in the family you know oh ben whitaker ben whitaker if you're watching this i'll fuck Mm. you up anytime Mm. it's on site i've hated you since high school i'll fight you again i will fight you tomorrow i will fight you right now on this live stream we've been doing this show eight years and i've never heard this name (laughs) i hate him so whenever we were like he's that motherfucker you know who you are it's yeah it's him it's ben whitaker (laughs) i fucking hate you so bad you asshole of life i yeah if I see you, I'm punching you in the face. Like, yeah, I think every person has it. I, I know I, I do. I have to find Ben Whitaker now. Oh, oh I hope God. you do. He's probably still oh. out there in Independence, Raytown, Lee Summit, and I'll mm. fuck him up every single time. I hate that guy. Hate him. Fuck we you, bud. figured out who you know who you yeah, are. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I want to make, make this storyline more relatable because I feel that way. That's what Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida need to be where they – fucking fight each other every time right like if i'm in real life having a dispute with a co-worker and we happen to see each other at a you know restaurant i'm not gonna like that person but my attention is gonna go right to ben whitaker if he walks in that fucking door you know what I mean? I'm a I've had to tell people, especially in the military, there was a couple people that we just kind of came to that. And we had to, you know, in the military, you can't fight it out every time you're going to get in trouble. So right. we had to just be like, listen, motherfucker, like, we're just like, you're not going to fucking say shit around me. I'm not going to fucking say shit around you. And just like, if we got to leave the fucking room, leave the fucking room or something. But like, just fucking stop or else we're both going to get kicked out of here because we're fucking fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I yep. say to a couple people, like, just fucking just why don't you just keep my fucking name out of your mouth and. I, yeah, I just hate him. I hate that guy. I know, I know what he's thinking about me, and that he knows what I'm thinking about him. I hate that motherfucker so bad. Anyhow, uh, so then after that, fun. we got That's back great. into the ring. I'm telling you, man. Yes, this is what you get when you listen to Spanish Down Table. You get some real relatable shit. This is why I like Serena Deeb yeah. versus Akaro Shida so much, is because yeah, I no, live it too. Listen to this podcast right now. Might be living next door to Ben Whitaker and not even realize. I hope they are. I will seriously come come to this school like, right hey, here. Hey, neighbor Ben. Yeah, come. What is that come, Roxanne come, on your front porch? Does that say Whitaker? Yeah. Look, <laughs> Google the address for Sharkbait MMA oh. Jiu Jitsu, and I'll be there. We'll do it live on Saturday. On the I'll, stable live stream. I will beat your. Oh, oh, I would just love to watch you suffer. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I hate him. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's great. This is fun. So, uh, yeah, okay, I got to get out of that mindset. So, we get back into the ring, and we get Malachi Black taking hmm. on brian pillman jr and this is where i think we're moving away from varsity blondes because malachi black dispatches of brian pillman jr pretty easy then we get malachi black putting the boots to him after the match and i think the tie-in here is so the lucha bros come out 
to chase off Malachi Black. I think the tie-in is is they still don't like Malachi Black for what they did to Pac, right? So it yeah. makes a little bit of sense that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, I think what it kind of wrote itself that? now. So I think, like you said, it was going to be Brody King's going to show up and it was going to be Lucha Bros taking on, you know, the House of Black. But it might just now be uh, Penta and... And, uh, Malachi and Black, Pillman. which I mean, but, look, or, well, but be I mean, fun. it could be Penta and Pillman versus the tag oh, team, of, right? Right, yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. Phoenix is injured. Yeah, I, I think, I think they would. If again, if I have the pencil here, I'm going to pivot to just a one-on-one well, sure, match. Because, write it. But, yeah, I, yeah, but if I have to pivot because let's say Ray Phoenix is out for five months or whatever it is, I'm going to pivot to just Malachi Black sit on Brody King debuting for as long as it takes for Ray Phoenix to get back. And then it's going to be Malachi black Pinta for five weeks, four weeks or however long it needs to be. Yeah. yeah that'd be fine. Because here's the great thing about AEW and the depth of their roster is we just went through a five out of five show, in my opinion. And we didn't even talk about right. one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Right. And that's Miro. Miro. Yeah. Miro. So that's just it. Like you said, it could be five weeks, but, uh, you know, we that would only be two times we see him, maybe in five. Mm-hmm, exactly. Five. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention here, uh, after the Wardlow match before the Jade Cargill, we also got Chris Jericho coming out to the ring, and he cuts not a great promo. Man, Just he looked commercial. Well, he looked like shit. No offense, I'm not out here looking like a supermodel, so I'm not trying to say, but I'm saying for his standards, he looked tired and bloated, and his hair piece was still being glued on or whatever the hell was happening to his forehead looks aside though the fucking 90s south park jokes that he was making and i know i made a reference to family guy but i wasn't using that as like a uh diss on someone i was just using that as an example but like right. he he called them what do you call them the south park reference the 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 two talking canadian there you go call him terrence and philip he kept saying pinhead and square head dude i could so okay my son's 14 right so that's on the younger side of of an audience right that we're talking Mm -hmm. about but Mm -hmm. people he knows and hangs out with are 18 year olds right Mm -hmm. um and so go a few years older than that a lot of these folks literally i I, i'm i'm gonna ask as soon as we're done recording here i'm gonna go ask my son do you know what south park is probably doesn't or at least has heard of it kind of like the simpsons but doesn't watch hey let me tell you my son didn't know betty white was well your son needs to watch the golden bad girls parenting god damn it. It. yeah god damn it but yeah um, <laughs> just things like that right so no, like know. you know what i mean like well we were discussing 9 11 even because it came up in random conversation somehow but he was like he was like, yeah, you know, we learn about it. And I'm just like, oh, that's fucking right. Because he was born like six years after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you really don't have right. a frame of reference for this shit. South Park is so, I mean, like, yes, it's still around. And some people like know what it is. But like, it's not the cultural icon that this young crowd is probably like, oh, my God. He said, you know. Yeah. Well, and to your point, if, if you say, you know, Terrence and Phillips, okay, South Park fans will know that but like with your son he might know of south park but never know of terrence and phillips right right? like i don't watch the simpsons so if you say the simpsons i'm like oh i know what you're talking about if you name i don't know a character in there yeah yeah. i mean like i don't know what that is right so like yeah but even on top of that just the square head pinhead 
kind of ins- it was yeah. stupid now, don't get me wrong the guy does have a square head so that's great for that guy right when he's insulting that guy on 2.0 because yeah. like, yeah. he's got a square head and that's fun but like but there's yeah, so much just, more you much. can do but- he always does the he's jericho has always been this way and it was when he was the young kid you know what i mean mucking up the professionalism of the rock and whatever like that was cool to be like nana nana boo boo you know what i mean like and and just like i'm just gonna shit on your whole thing because you know what i mean i don't you know i'm just shitting on your thing just because fuck your thing right like that works when you're young you know brash but when you're the 50 year old guy demanding respect then it no it just feels weird it feels like you're the creepy guy in the club yeah it just to me with 2.0 there's so much more we could talk about as far as disses just their presentation the mm-hmm. overtop you want to taste and all that like you went with his head you yeah. know what i mean like come on man but afterwards uh so they jump him right yeah uh, 2.0 that is um Rip but we get eddie out. kingston but we get eddie kingston yes. and santana ortiz what's I was happening surprised that we didn't get jericho being like fuck you you, you know what i mean you know what how about i want yours like fuck mm-hmm. you I'm surprised we but he came that. out with his guys he came yeah. out with santana ortiz so right. what you're gonna go what do you think yeah, the Santana Ortiz. I think we're going to get Jericho versus Eddie Kingston somehow. Okay, but fun. like, so where does Santana and Ortiz yeah, I play know. in I this role? I think they get a lot of their whole like washing their hands of things. And then, yeah, I don't know if we get a a moment where they like, you know, Caesar Jericho or not. I don't know. And then you get a new LAX like it was in I would love it. Uh, oh, Impact I would Wrestling. Love it. God, I would love it. Yeah. Because, look, Eddie Kingston has had factions before. He was with the Lucha Bros. He was with Butcher and the Blade. So he's nobody, done that before. Nobody, anytime soon, is begging for the Inner Circle to ride again as a unit. So, like, great. Split them up. Because then you can have, even if you've got Eddie Kingston and LAX versus, you know, the three remaining Inner Circle guys, right? Like, for a little while. Like, short little blip. And then they just, you know, kind of absolve. And then they're like, all right, whatever. Hager, you, you suck anyway. And then, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he will have committed some other kind of me to act and then it'll be out of there. Hey, take it easy. All right. So that was AW. again. We, you know, Jurassic express uh, becomes your new tag team champions. We kind of talked about that a couple different times, mm-hmm. but I want to get your feedback on a couple things coming up on Saturday. So again, Friday is rampage. If you want to know the results, read it. I don't, we got hook on Friday night. Send hook for that. Yeah. Send hook motherfuckers. But on Saturday night, we got Battle of the Belts. Two big matches there. Cody fending his TNT championship against Sammy Guevara. And then Britt Baker versus Rio. What do you think happens in these two matches? Champions retain? We get a new champion? What happens here? No, I think champions retain both times. And I'm going to be like, you know, it'll be fine. But I, I think the matches will be underwhelming for me. You think they do something big because it's the first battle of the belts and they finally pull the trigger with Cody. Yeah, I mean, maybe Cody uncomfortably murders Sammy Guevara. Because he has to. Maybe Arn Anderson is the one that is the catalyst for Cody to turn heel. Arn Anderson gives him the permission, like, do what we need, you know, that needs to get done. And then he's Passes like, the Glock, right. if you will. Yeah, exactly. Huh? It's... You you know at least I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you know but it feels like every time they do a first time event winter is coming the first rampage on yeah. uh, TNT 
Look, Something's memorable there. Mafia up, Cody, <coughs> dressed to the nines, healing out on folks is better than what they're giving me now. So may sound a little cliche in passe, but it's better than this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you make Arn Anderson the buffer for Cody hey, to where look, Cody doesn't even talk anymore? Now listen to me. Ric Flair is there, and no. Arn Anderson could be there, and Tully is there. Uh, we could see the you know the new version of the horseman with cody fucking leaning toes the fucking blonde bombshell there again in the front well so and then you uh, have arn anderson's fucking son could be in it for fuck's sake <laughs> but yeah well with rick flair specifically if, if you've been looking online on uh andrade's twitter he brought up that he's going after darby allen and he mentions hey darby you have a legend I've got a father-in-law, and so it might yeah. be Ric Flair representing Andrade, so, so the Darby new four horsemen with Flair, Arn, and Tully. Could we have? Could it be Cody, Andrade, and then FTR? No, well, then you got the Pinnacle. What are you going to do yeah. with the Pinnacle? Fuck the Pinnacle's not real. But I mean, MJF isn't going to just <laughs> let them leave, right? So, well, like, but that's part of it. He's going to fight. You turn a baby face? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe because like, look, Wardlow's already going to be done mjf's gonna be like oh everybody turned on you well everybody turned on you because you're a sack of human shit to everybody mm -hmm. and then he goes baby face a little bit right. i mean he could do it yeah i wouldn't go ftr no i wouldn't i wouldn't put them in well, another i just said faction. that because totally because he's already well yeah yeah them. but so maybe he turns on them but who would be the tag team if you will well i wouldn't put a tag team because oh. then you put sean spears right mm -hmm. throw him yep. in there because he's okay. a good utility guy okay okay and then yeah because that could be the totally tie Right, that's the Tully tie. So you got Cody. I said Andrade because of the flair thing, right? Uh -huh. So then you got Sean Spears. We put in Brock's kid or, or uh, Brock Anderson. <laughs> in little so who's Anderson's the kid. Well, who's the fourth horseman that you're yeah. bringing? Are you bringing in Barry Wyndham? No, that's what. Well, no, it's just fucking. It's it's Arn Anderson's fucking kid. Cody's well, no, no, no. not a uh, horseman's kid, you know. Right, but what you could do is have four of them be represented, and Ric Flair's represented by Andrade. And then you do Wyndham Rotunda. You don't do Bray Wyatt. You call him Wyndham Rotunda. Right. And he's and representing. He's not a creepy, weird character. He's fucking pulling the suits and the fucking exactly. gig. Because you already got the, the weird shit with Malachi. And the stories that he could tell when they finally disintegrate. God damn it. And then he when he loses his mind and goes into like a Miro type of, of most of existential the crisis. I know we were like, please stop signing so many people. No more people like. I would have mm -hmm. wiped away most of them if you would have gave me Wyatt with creative, you know, some idea of creative control over himself over on mm -hmm. AEW. Oh, God. That guy's, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I think you got to check him a little bit. You know, yeah, I said, but, like, it, he's hard to understand sometimes, but, but I think he's the so wrestlers much more of an in-depth storyteller. Yeah, you know I think mean? the wrestlers would check him on that, right? Like, yeah. if you say God's uh, favorite champion, Miro, versus bray wyatt miro's gonna say some things of like we're not gonna get that crazy i need to have this right. happen you know what i mean right. like yeah yeah well there's some but yeah bring in wyndham rotunda as the and everyone's like what the fuck is that and he's like uh-huh motherfuckers what's up bring in barry you know Wyndham. what it is like the yeah, lineage bring in fucking history bring in barry Wyndham. you have it and you have them fucking take out everyone they break up the inner circle they break up uh team they said like it's factions 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 everywhere we see be like nobody knows how to do that right right uh, uh you're all pretenders 
Have them go after the Undisputed Era. You know what I mean? Well, because that's what Ric Flair could say. Like, I thought we already told you. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And none of you are the man. Right? These guys right here, right? These guys here are the man. The man in the mask aren't. (laughs) That's that's the one thing with this faction warfare, though, that I will say that not that there needs to be an end game because, again, stories always evolve and they continue and continue and continue. But some, well, at least one has to be like, we're not going after just another group. We're going after all you motherfuckers, and we're taking you all out. Like, there needs right. to be a pecking we're the order. the top dogs. Right, because the super elite say it, right? And they were the champions all at one time, and that's fine. But, like, they were only feuding with Hangman. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is when... And you could do a stadium stampede with how the fucking... You, you do the blow-off, but... Yeah, there needs to be one fucking faction that's saying, like, we're taking all of you out. Team Taz, you're gone. Uh, Pinnacle, you're gone. Inner Circle, you're gone. Uh, Super Elite, you're gone. Name? Ben Wicket, what the fucking? Ben Whitaker. Fuck Whitaker, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone too. Hate that motherfucker. Yeah, he, oh. <laughs> you don't need a faction to take him out. Just call me up. I'll fuck all him right. up. Yeah, I beat him up in high school, and I beat him up after high school. And I'll beat him up. Limitations <laughs> ended on this. <laughs> he, I beat his ass so bad one time he had to call the principal and I had to apologize to him in, in the principal's office as a junior. I beat the fuck out of him. Oh my God. It was so good. I hit him like, boom. And I was taking the fucking locker and I was like, you motherfucker. You talked to a therapist about this, didn't you? I do every other yeah, Wednesday. Right, yeah. but like, <laughs> that That's what this show is, goddamn! Haven't <laughs> <laughs> you understood? No, I wouldn't. He has kids now and everything. I wouldn't yeah, want to beat him right. up. Yeah, wouldn't want to embarrass kids. him in front if of If he kids. decides to come at kids me, kids don't need that trauma. Right? They don't yeah. need to know that their dad is a pussy. But like, if he wants to come at me, you know what I mean. But I don't want to ruin the kid's life knowing that their dad's their mom. Mm. Well, is there any nah. more about the dynamite or do we, um, I think we're, well, battle of the belts, yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Cause if it's something monumental, which again, all indications might be that this is going to be a crazy ass show. We might do emergency podcast on YouTube. So, uh, check back for that. Uh, Friday night again, send hook. I didn't read results. I don't like to read results, even though we heard about Jake Atlas. Um, but, uh, Excited for that. We got a lot of mm-hmm. fun things. And then next week, Serena Deeb, uh, Hikaru Shida. Love it. Cannot wait. All right. And with that, uh, use hashtag tweet the table. In the meantime, Tom's going to go do some bloody burpees and prepare to fight Ben Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week. The Spanish announce table.